everyone. Welcome to a two-step edition of ARG Presents. I'm your good buddy, your good pal, and dancing master, amigo Aaron. Joined by a man that's sitting back the art 20 years right now with his mashed potato. I give you the Brent. Hey, how's it going, man? It's going great, my friend. How are you today? I feel like I've done two shows and I'm ready for a third. I like your attitude, pal, for once. And why wouldn't you be excited? Because last week we spun the wheel, we made the crazy deal, and this week... We tapped right into Satan for this one. That's right. We're going to be looking at, bam, dance games. Dancing games. It's dance games. That's what I made. That's the logo. It's dance dance games. games. That's right. Now... As people probably know of the brand, yes. no one likes dancing more than me and you. Oh, I just thought you were going to end that early. No one likes dancing. No, people love dancing. <laughs> now, in your illustrious career, yes. have you ever taken any dance courses or done any dancing? Uh, does so? Okay, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, we were all forced to do uh, uh uh, dance. Oh, what's the barnyard dance? You mean- square dancing. There we go. <laughs> you couldn't remember square dancing? We, we were all forced to do square dancing in elementary school. Yeah, we did that too. Uh, in middle school for me. I have uh, done some choreographed dance movements within band routines. There's nothing more beautiful in the human form with a tuba or saxophone <laughs> in a muddy field in dumb shoes and a dumb outfit dancing around. For a bunch of people that don't care. That's That's exactly what band is. (laughs) And in college, for one semester, I did take an intro to theaters type class uh, where I did not dance per se, uh, but I did act, which sometimes, I did improv stuff. You did? Yeah. Which sometimes involved dancing. Aaron, I'm a very complicated and interesting You'd think you'd be better at it, though. No, no, no. No, why? Why? I wasn't good at it then. Why would I be good at it now? It's a valid point. Although, (laughs) you you, you got time for a little story? Sure. Let's tell a little story. So, in my uh, uh, college days, I was in a fraternity. Yeah. Okay? A social fraternity. And and boy, were you guys popular. No, I mean, (laughs) trust me. We we threw parties every Wednesday because the whole campus went home for weekends. So you had to party in the middle of the week. Uh, The school knew this, right? And they actually uh, didn't have Thursday morning classes because no one would show up. So (coughs) I was uh, uh, a social and backwards man in college. Was? Well... I mean, it's odd, right? Because I'm I'm pretty outgoing on the show, but you put me in a situation with people I don't know, I clam up, buddy. I clam up tight. He's but, an angry mute. That's yeah. amazing. I, 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 I just feel like this the whole time. Yeah, that's it. Dumb guy. So, Dumb guy. So we throw parties at the fraternity house. I live in the fraternity house for for a small period of time, um, and the the fellow fraternity members. Uh, they, they, we were all pretty cool, right? But they like to pick. I mean, it's just like anything That's else. That's debatable, by the way. That whole thing about you guys being cool. Oh, no, no, no. Not that kind of cool. Cool with each other. Oh, I see. Um, so they like to pick, right? Yeah. And I, there's, here's backwards below me. I don't do party and stuff. I don't, I, I, I drank in college, but I didn't, like, set out to get uber drunk. That just yeah. wasn't what I did. Uh, but party starting up, and... There are a few people there early. There's a group of four girls, right? Wow. Um, that me right there. Well, yes, trust me. It's your fraternity? Yeah. Are they lost? Uh, again, I can't stress this enough. All the fraternities were cool because they they, they had a place to, to party and booze. Uh-huh. Um, so there were four girls there that had shown up early, and most of the brothers were out getting booze or not even ready yet. So I'm there trying to entertain in our little dance floor. We had a dance floor because the, the house had a basement, right? I, I, I'm not DJing. I don't do that no. kind of thing. I would bartend, but I wouldn't DJ. So I'm like, man, I'm, it is time to turn on the Brent Dowdy charm. I'm going to get in there, and I, I'm going to top I'm these chicks up, one. okay? Yeah. And, you know, it, it, do you remember the, the Chief Wiggum? That's Boy, exactly what I was thinking. He's doing hey, that. Hey, hey. So I walk over to these chicks. I'm like, hey. It's like, uh, you want to learn how to dance? And then, this is my opening line, right? <laughs> and I, I'm a chubby. I've, I've always been a chubby dude uh, from, you know, 11th grade on. So chubby dude. These women, 
I'm not saying they were the knockout beauties of the world, uh-huh. but for Montgomery, West Virginia, they were pretty attractive. They were well out of your league. Oh, what, dude. Dude. <laughs> they were yes. in AAA. Yeah. <laughs> you were the bitch warmer on a little league team. So, uh, <clears throat> I'm like, hey, ladies, you want to learn how to dance? <laughs> the, the music's blaring. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, show us, your, show us how to dance. Yeah. I get in the middle of these four women. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, crap. I have no idea what I'm doing. Didn't really so, think this one through, did you? So, uh, I, th- I had to have been buzzed because I, this is obviously not me. So I'm like, yeah, all you got to do, I'm making all this crap up on the fly. I'm like, yeah, all you got to do is dance in a star pattern. And they're like, what? what? I'm like, yeah, a star pattern. So I'm moving my hips oh, God. Like, like you would make a star shape, right? Yes. And I'm like, yeah, you just every beat, you're at a different point on the star. To my amazement, surprise, and bewilderment, these chicks ate it up. They did. Now, now were they feeling sorry for me? Were they laughing at the oh, fat kid? Man, Almost yeah. certainly. Yeah. But all of us start dancing this stupid star pattern pelvic thrust dance, <laughs> yes. and we're having a great time. I never saw those women again. No. They might have been figments of my imagination. Yeah, yeah. But it was a glorious moment, and somewhere... Somewhere out there, yeah. Uh, one of my fraternity brothers filmed this interaction happening. Oh man, I would love to see that. What are the chances it's going to happen? Zero. Yeah. But so that—that's my dancing story. My God, that was a long way to go. <laughs> but still, thank God you picked a star pattern. Yeah. Much, it could have been a lot more complicated. <laughs> Good grief! Well, with all that said, yes, we went down the road into dance. Video games. Yes. Now listen, you know, it's funny, I was researching this on the old internet, looking for some videos, because you know, I like to uh, I like to grab a video. Yeah. There's very little out there dedicated to a multitude of dancing games. Well, here's the They're thing. almost all one game. And so I, I literally had to generate my own video this week. There there are four types of dancing games. You've got your <laughs> your retro type games, right? Where you are it's less about anything about dance. It's more about some kind of rhythmic thing. Yeah. Right? This is your pre 1990s stuff. Yeah. And then a little Nintendo game happened, right? Uh, that it was the first game that used the power pad to do step moves. And it was an aerobic dance game. Yeah. Huge. Huge game at the time. Was it? Yes. In America? No. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I, didn't know it, I, I, I knew of the game, but I didn't know it was a big hit here. Yeah, no. Uh, but that kind of got the ball rolling, and that led into the Dance Dance Revolution in Craze, uh-huh. where you've got your your arrows on the ground, and of course that goes a dip, ton of different directions. And then what comes next, Aaron? It's the uh, motion co- controller stuff, yeah. where you've got your connect. Or you've got your Wii remote, and you're doing like the Just Dance type stuff. Yeah. And those games, holy cow, you have no idea how crazy popular those are. I've got a pretty good idea for researching this, that, that Just Dance has more sequels than Madden. <laughs> and and it also, it was on the Wii long after the Wii died. They just kept the ball rolling for like another 50 years. I think the last one was just a couple years ago. They, it's been forever. They hold on to systems uh, like grim death. Well, you it's got amazing. To. Um, and in v- the very last thing you've got, and this is a this is brand new tech, is your VR type stuff where it's. Oh, you're kidding? Yeah, no. It, it's got some dance type stuff in it, but it's yeah. it's moving in that virtual space where you kind of you you see the targets coming, or you're you know you're moving with the sabers and stuff. So dance games have a lot of evolution. From where they started, yeah. but they're boy, there's only about six or seven really popular dance titles. Your, your uh, uh, DDRs, your uh, just dances, uh, and then your rhythm games, and then that's just it. There's not a whole lot of different stuff. You know, I want to go back to what you were saying with the, the stuff like the Wii and the Connect for the Xbox 360. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> Uh, the boy, we, we've got an Xbox 360 Connect, and we've got a Wii. Yeah, those those systems were under, people rag on the Connect. You know, oh, they're just ripping off Nintendo. Well, they were, but guess what? They did a good job, and those games are fun. And you really can get in there, and, and uh, the movement is captured. It's quite remarkable. 
and the, and those are true dance. I mean, in the weed of lesser extent, but still, uh, you can get in there and do your thing. It's kind of cool. Did you ever play one of the uh, DDRs in the wild? Have you oh ever, yeah. And uh, were you any, any good at it? No. <laughs> no. Because I would like to see that as well. They don't let you dance on star patterns. Uh huh. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'll let you just we'd lose quickly. <laughs> you know, I will say I was surprised at the amount of dance games I found that I hadn't heard of. You know, and I want to talk about uh, uh, a game that you vetoed. Yes. Because me and Brent, talk, I was like, man, I don't want to dance on the show. And I don't want to really dance for practice. Because I knew we had a loaded week, too. So I want something I can dance without that. Also, we're big, fat, and lazy. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and so, but the first game that I was like, listen, I've got an idea for this dance game show. And it's it was Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, yeah. the arcade version. First of all, I couldn't believe we hadn't covered it. And secondly... Uh, that game is great because it's so offbeat and goofy, and it's also the only game I've ever seen uh, until something like Ooh La La's game, where you like hit the button for your special power, and all the bad guys stop attacking you, and they all dance behind MJ, and then he does the move, and they all explode. Yeah, but it's not a dance game. I, I, Clearly, I, it's listen, not a dance I, game. I relented, but I think you were being too tough, think, uh, in my opinion. So with all that said, uh, Brent... Yes. We looked at a couple different dance games, you know, and I guess we interact. We could really either one of these could go first. So let's I'll ha- go first. Let's have a look, uh, Brent, at your game. Tell the people about this wacky game. Uh, much as much like Happy Coding mentioned in the chat, Hidden Gem Dance Game is Bust a Groove. Guess what I picked, Aaron? It's Bust a Groove. Oh yeah. Now this is this is not a on the ground, tapping with your feet, dancing game. This is uh, a rhythm-based game where you battle by dancing. And this is this truly is one of those games that kind of got mi- mixed up. Uh, uh, it didn't get the popularity that I really think it deserves. This is a deep battle-fighting dance-off game. Uh, you are start out slow, right, to get your rhythm. And everything that you do has to be on the rhythm, which I'll talk about emulation here in a second. (laughs) Yes, please do. Um, But you build up. You don't just start doing these crazy uh, hip-hop moves. You have to build up, and it's a progression. It's a progression. It builds, and it builds on the difficulty. And the music for this stuff is awesome. It's these real hard beats. Because you have to hit everything on the beat, which keeps the music really presses forward. Uh, you can dodge attacks, right? So it's not just you're out there just hitting the button sequences and calling it a day. You have to watch what your opponent is doing too. And sometimes you have to pull your own dance attack all back so you can dodge incoming attacks. Now, I didn't get very far in this, Aaron. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, I bet. Because... The, the emulation on this, at least the emulation I found, is incredibly poor. And what I mean by that is not that the game runs slow. It runs out of sync with the audio. It's odd. We just had an issue with that before the show. Now imagine that on a rhythm-based yeah, game. Yeah, if someone's hitting buttons to the arse cadence, they're screwed. Yeah, uh, and it didn't have the technology like your rock bands have today where you could adjust that offset. Uh, it was just screw you. If if this doesn't line up, you're just boned. And it made the game... This is not since that horrible Amiga CD32 game starts with an M. Microchasm? Yes. This is the sickest I've been while trying to play a game since then. <laughs> really? Yes. What did you try to play this on after the original failure? Uh, the original, more original failures. You didn't try to, you didn't try to emulate. No, I tried other emulators. And I never got any better. Man, I played this on the on the uh, <coughs> uh, on the Mister without any issue. Well, and I, I emulated on my computer a, too. I don't have a Mister. Well, um, but what this game is, you get to pick your character, and your character, uh, you know, you've got your 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 uh, you know disco guy. You, know you played the disco guy. <laughs> I picked every time. You, you've got. Alien type guys, you've got cat people, you've got your cool slicked back hair guy, 70s guy. Chicken um, scarf. Yes. And each person has their own unique dance moves. So it's fun to go through and see what all these people do. Some, I will have to say, 
Uh, what was the little the 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 kid type thing where he yells every time he does a dance move? Yeah. I couldn't do it. I couldn't play him. That kid and the scarf chick, I didn't like. Yeah. They were the least they were my least popular. Um, Even fighting him wasn't fun. No, because of all the yelling. It's yeah. over the top. The disco guy was the best guy. He was pretty good. No, he was the best guy. He, was he had all good. the great moves. Um, <clears throat> But when you emulate this and the, the beat is off, I don't know if it was because I was tired or what it was, but it made me physically ill because I could hit the button, see where it was in the game, and hear it react, and my brain tried to pull those two points together without being able to adjust it in software. And I I messaged Aaron. I was like, I can't do this, man. I'm getting sick. Explain to people how you do, how the game works. You didn't really get into the buttons and the combos. Yeah. The, 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 the way it works is you have a direction set up, right? It tells you what directions to hit to do your next move. And each arrow press has to be on the beat, and it has a corresponding button afterwards that is always on your downbeat. Your your uh, circle button or dodge button is always on the, the beat four, and all the other beats come in before it. And as you build up, you get more and more rows of these buttons. And you also have you know, a super move that you can build up. Like I said, you can dodge attacks. And it, it, it just it progresses. It gets complicated. You have trouble. I mean, outside of the timing aspect of it, did you get tr- have trouble doing the sequences? Oh, I sucked at this. Yeah, it was. I was. I didn't like this game at all. Oh, you didn't like it? No, no I, I didn't like it at all. I didn't like most of the characters. I didn't like any of the music. I hated all the music. I thought the music was kind of fun. No, it, none of it's, it's it. It's all so dry. It's none of it's real music. It's just what they does made that matter? The, it's just I like I like a song. I mean, there's so many great dance tunes. These were not that great. There were a couple that there was one that was sort of like a heavier metal type dance song that I kind of liked, but for the most part, I didn't like the song. Oh, they were all really driving, I thought. And they oh, they were you, driving. They had to be, but I mean, I think that they were very good. And they had really strong beats, really strong downbeats. You always knew where you needed to be. Um, I the, wish this was released like the C64 where you've got the awesome Sid tunes. Now, that would have made it more fun for me. These tunes are just generic. Well, I guess we'll get on to that, won't These we? These are just generic tunes. But the it all it had a training mode. Did you go in the training mode? I did. It, I did. Without I, the training mode, I would have had no, no idea what was going on. Because when it first on. started up, you just see buttons and directions. You're just like, I don't know what to do. Right. And you're filling a meter. I was like, what is going on? I actually went and got the manual for this, and the manual is is not helpful. I mean, it tells you what you know to hit the beats and whatnot. Yeah. But I, I don't feel like the manual did a good job. I had to go through practice several times. In practice, you get to see a little green section of bar that's kind of like the when you need to hit it part. Yeah. Um, and it has a line that goes across, so you can learn where the downbeats are on the music. Right. Uh, but in the game, you don't get that visual aid. And it's, it's unfortunate that even when you play on easy, the difficulties makes the timing less strict um but it's unfortunate that you couldn't take that little helper bar into the game with you it would have it would have made a world of difference for me well i mean i've i've played we play a lot of rhythm stuff we play a lot of the rock band stuff so we these things are all they have similarities in some ways uh this one you know i'm not the biggest fan of the i wasn't even a big fan of the graphics on this i know they're not for me no, you know, they're definitely not. But, but also, you have to remember this is PlayStation era. I know what it is. It's this just, is Aaron. This is nineteen ninety eight. I know this is nineteen. I know it is. But the point of it is, it's it. I didn't like the look of it. It just. I didn't find it that appealing. If I'm honest, I thought it was colorful and fun. I thought it was. Eh, it was okay. I think I, the game I, itself could have. It could have gotten. Like deeper. I didn't think there were enough cool characters. I didn't. I like. I really the only one I liked was like, the disco guy. Now, to be fair, there's like ten characters. Well, the one I, that, when I played it, there wasn't that many. I think you must have to open some. No, I don't think there were ten. Maybe there were, but I don't remember. It didn't say what they were that mean when yes, I first started. They're absolutely. Tell was. the people how you build this to me. The first thing Brent does is he goes here. You can play this right here. Right where you played it. And I loaded this up, and it ran like molasses, like he said. And so how you actually try to attempt to play that to me is baffling. It, it because it, it I, me I was like, screw this. I loaded it up. I emulated it. Then I ended up playing on the Mister. I mean, listen, I got to the point where I could get through a battle or whatever, you right. know. But it, well, I to, can do that. To me, I just didn't find this that much fun. I'll be honest with you. And it's that... It's not really. I'm not going to bury the game because it's not really my type of game. 
But for me to get into this stuff, I really want like cool characters and better tunes. Because otherwise, the rest of it's just hitting directions and dots. You know, uh, it just it. I I'm sure there were sequels or uh, newer versions of this that would be more appealing. You know, but this particular one, to me, I, I it didn't do it for me. You know, I it, I didn't. For me, the music's a big part of it. If I'm not in the tunes, and there just weren't the tunes in this that I thought were that invigorating. No, you know? I, I I completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, and in, in a lot of ways, I agree. Uh, I disagree. I thought the music was fun. I thought it was very driving. I had fun with the music. I thought the gameplay did kind of drag, not as in it was slow. It just there was not a whole lot to do. You get your dance battles as you're dancing. It gets progressively harder. You pull off your cool moves, uh, and <clears throat> that's all fun. Wild, fun, but that was it. I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of replay value outside of unlocking new songs. Unlike something like Space Channel Five that had a, although silly. A progressing story. I, I I enjoyed that far more, and it's also a rhythm dancing game with yeah. and with better music. To be honest, you well, know, not better music, different music. You know, I was I'd never heard of the crew that made this, the Metro Corp. Had you ever heard of these guys before this one? And if you look over their back catalog, they are they've done quite a few dance games, including my my personal favorite, Britney's Dance Beat. I don't know if you ever played that. I've played I have that. not. I've actually played that. They had a Bust the Groove 2. Did mm-hmm. you ever try the sequel to this? I did not. Had you heard of this before you picked it? I had not. So this is something that's really right off, right off the... Uh, uh, just right, you just randomly picked it. What appealed to you about this game? I didn't have to get on a dance pad. <laughs> well, normally I'd ridicule you for that, but I'm not going to because I don't blame <laughs> you for that. Um, so... We didn't get any reviews this week on any of these games. I should mention that. So people don't, you know, short people week. don't want to dance. Short week. It was also a short week. I'll, I'll blame it on short week. Don't worry, fans. I got you. But I, I, overall on this one, you know, I mean, Moby, they give it a 7.8. So there are people, it's, it's got an audience. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's not my personal cup of tea. That's, sure. That's just me. Uh, but I did pick my personal cup of tea. I mean, sort of. I don't know. I guess we'll talk about it. Good job, Brent. I mean, listen, I didn't have to dance, so as far as I'm concerned, that's a, that's a good job. Now, so I'll I have to say, I'm going to get when Brent vetoed my Michael Jackson Moonwalker game, which was 100. percent I actually considered Michael Jackson's dancing game, which on the Wii. Well, I thought to fine. myself, I thought to myself, eh. Fair you know, enough. I don't know about I agree. that. So, eh. I, and then I was, I was like, I gotta. I looked for stuff that had dance in the title. I was like, let's see what we can find. And I saw something that didn't have dance in the title, but I don't know why it popped up, but it did. And it was something I've got to fully credit my my good friend Rob Flack O'Hara, the Brent, because I year, last year I remembered seeing him play this game on one of his Sprite Castle streams, and it was. And when I saw the name pop up, I'm like, bam, that's the one I'm going to do. I'm going to give this a shot. And so the one I went with this week was Break Street uh, for the C64. Yes. This is a... And I, it's funny because this had never occurred to me. Was It's a breakdance game. Yeah. There were breakdance games. Now, we didn't get to see that. Mother of the system, I had already had one. Right. But the C64 actually had several. And this was... Uh, I guess this is what I would call the most... Popular one. Let's go with that. Okay. And so, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but Rob Flack O'Hara was a break dancer in his younger days. The old cardboard box, the whole nine yards. And if you go back, if you look through the archives of uh, Amigos Retro Gaming on YouTube and just look up break dance, I'm sure it's the only thing that comes up, you can watch his stream where he actually has footage and videos and pictures of him break dancing as a kid. So it's great. That was a great stream. Good stuff. I highly recommend Flack's, all Flack stuff. Uh, and he also did a show of You Don't Know Flack on breakdancing, which is also good. So anyway, so that's my go-to guy with breakdancing. So Break Street uh, was released October 84 on the 64, uh, published by Creative Software Incorporated, uh, who did uh, one of the games we've actually covered on here, Brent, Crisis Mountain. Remember that one? They also did Dragon Hawk, Pipes, Warp, a bunch of other stuff. The more interesting aspect of this game is it was programmed by a fellow named Michael Crick. Now, I'd never heard of this guy, but I did some research. So, uh, 
Crick started his, he's one of the earliest game programmers ever. Okay. Okay. His first, I, I found an article. It was from the uh, East Side Journal. Okay. This is a, uh, in the UK. This is from 1998. And they, Crick is programmed a game on, in 1966 on a mainframe computer. 66. That's right. That's pretty much the beginning. Right. He, he and the game uh, was called Frog Master. Uh, he went on to do a bunch of crazy stuff. Uh, I'll go down some of his uh, game list here. He did uh, an Atari version of Frog Master. He did Go for the Gold on the CC4, which is a pretty popular game. He did some Nintendo stuff. NEA Jones and the Last Crusade on the NES. Word Zap, which was in a Microsoft gaming mm-hmm. suite. He did. You ever heard of this one, Dudes with Attitudes for the NES? You've heard of this? Yes. I don't, is it any good? I, I don't know if I've ever played it, but I have heard of it. Uh, so it was a horrible wrestling group. I will say that. They were really bad. So anyway, this guy's got a really interesting... I'm going to link this article. Here's something else about Crick that's interesting. His father was a Nobel Prize winner. Oh. So, yeah. Also, listen to this. This is a quote. Michael Crick is our veteran, said Alexei uh, Pajanov, the inventor of Tetris. So he, this is the guy that was like that dude's go-to guy when he had questions and stuff. So this guy's super, super revered. He came up working on a PDP, which I don't know if you know what that is, but there are these huge, these huge computers from back in the 60s. And that's when he, he started working on it just for fun. He never realized what a big deal would end up being. He's very mathematical, the, uh, the uh, Tetris guy said. So the guy, it's funny to me that a guy that worked on Brake Street is the son, is the son of a Nobel Prize winner and a renowned master. Yes. So this guy's a renowned master. Now, you can't have a breakdancing game without some extra crap in there. Uh, this was also animated by Stephen Chin and Mark Madlin. They worked on uh, a bunch of games called a game called Hez Games, Power Play Hockey, uh, Championship Baseball on the Amiga, Low Blow, and Triple Play uh, Baseball on DOS. And uh, here's something that I thought was amusing. Mark Madlin also worked on the Hot Pursuit series, Mirror Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit on Windows. And he was partially responsible for the horrible disaster that was WCW Backstage Assault, the one of the worst wrestling games of all time. The music was done by Bob Landwer, who worked on his games, Risk, and Inspector Gadget on DOS. And the last mention in the credits was the D-Roxy crew, of Seattle, Washington. Now, I was like, man, I wonder if that's a real breakdance crew. You can find one mention of them on all the net. There's a video of the D-Roxy dance crew dancing on YouTube. There's one video, and it's called, it's expelled the same way, the D-Roxy crew, and there's guys, and they're doing their breakdancing routine. So if you look up the D-Roxy crew, you may or may not find, find them. So... What do you do in this game? Well, it's, it's actually a pretty simple game. I mean, really, in all honesty. Uh, it's a breakdancing uh, game. Now, you get to pick which breakdancer you want. You've actually got, uh, I, technically, you've got five guys, but really you've only got four to pick from. Um, you've got, because one, one of the sets you can pick is a, is a pair of twins. Twins, yeah. yeah. The double trouble, okay? So, uh, you've got... You've got Double Trouble, the two guys. There's a guy in yellow who's named Show Rock. There's a guy in a white named Whip Rock. Then there's a guy that sets like a uh, fire escape in the alley. He's called D-Dog. So those are, your, those are the guys you get to choose from. Now, um, this is a, another game that's sort of an abstract game in a lot of ways. Um, you pick... Yeah, first of all, this is a game you're going to require uh, to know the keyboard shortcuts. Because yeah, you probably figured that out, didn't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah. Because if you don't know them, you're, you're double bone. Because you have to use the function keys to uh, go from practice to, to competition. I did a lot of practice. Yeah, you also, have, <laughs> you also have to use the function keys to cycle through the guys that you want to, that you want to, be, your, uh, that you want to be your guy. And you also have to cycle, and you have to hit the button to start the game. So once you start the game, if you, if you go, stay in demo mode... A dancer runs up, and he will start doing a routine. Now, every routine starts from the basic, like basic, like a groove, and it's got a name. I don't know the exact name of it, but it's basically just like running, like running around in place. I'm not quite popping and locking, but just like chilling, 
and just kind of whipping back and forth. Maybe he's doing your uh, star technique. He is, man. He's getting the star groove on. And then depending on how you move your joystick and and, and, the, and button, you will do different moves. And then some moves will chain into other moves. Yeah. Okay? So, for example, uh, you, may, you may start out doing a moonwalk. Everybody knows that one, right? And you can do a moonwalk, and then you may transition to doing the wave, you know, that thing where you go like that. And then you can go down on the ground and start doing stuff. You've got, uh, you've got your basically the deal where they put their hands down and just move around like like a spider. And then they've got a move where they can literally balance on one hand and spin completely around. Then you can get on your back. Then you can even spin around on your head. Yeah, it's a lot of dancing stuff. Yeah, we get now, it. well, I mean, those are the moves. That's all I, the moves. I understand. Now, but... on the left-hand side, this all takes place in an alley which, with a trash can. What does? And on the left-hand side of the screen is a meter. This is sort of like your exhaustion meter, okay? When you're just up bebopping around, no problem. That takes no energy. If you do actually a, get some back, yeah. If you do a moonwalk, it takes very little energy. If you do the wave, it takes much energy. When you're spinning on your head... And you're comboing into different spinning techniques. You're using up all that energy, okay? And so if you go too far, your guy will just basically clunk down. He's done. He's out. Uh, there's also a timer. And one of the things about this game that's really strange is that if you, you dance till the timer's out, uh, you literally melt into the ground, which is well, pretty strange. Well, if you hit a finisher move, though, you yeah. close out a set. Right. Now, if you do, you can hit a move. And the goal, which I found this out to read in the docs, I'm sure you read them too. Your goal was to actually get in a position at the end that's as close to the zero in the timer as you can, and that's and you'll get a big bonus for that, yeah. which is pretty cool. And then you'll get get to sign into the Hall of Fame. Each one of these guys has a high score that's listed on the wall on the right hand side of the screen. So each each of the breakdancers, including the twins, as one uh, dot, has their own high score. Now. When you start a game, let's say I, I got a fifty thousand with the twins, then I start another game. That that high score's gone, and then you your whatever you do now will be the high score. Um, this game is not what I would call full of variety. I mean, basically, what you what this game is basically meant for you to do is to play the game, do all your dance routine, and then uh, once you're done. You basically hand the joystick to your buddy, and then he sort of does his routine. You see who does a better routine. Yeah, you, see, you play for high score. There are some times where you can screw up, you know, and I've seen that happen a couple of times, and the guy kind of pouts on the ground, and it, 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 has, it says something really strange here. I can find out what it was. Oh, it says beached out, which is, I don't know what that means. I've never heard that slang before, uh, but uh, it says you're beached out. If you And as you spin in the different combinations... You'll get more points, and it'll say X get a multiplier, X three, X four, and uh, that's pretty much the game. You've got a time limit. You can unless you practice, and then you've got your your moves, and you have to sit there and just kind of figure out the moves. It's funny that uh, uh, I had to find descriptions of this game, a little facts stuff, but I never actually got the. You can read the box, but the box doesn't really help you that much, or the tape, the tape box, or whatever. Uh, I think the graphics in this are pretty good. I mean, for the a break game. The pretty good, yeah. Yeah, they're real smooth. The alley and stuff looks good. Uh, I like the vibe. The the music, the song that they include is good. Yes. It's a good song. Uh, I mean, I, I, wish, I wish they had more. more, you know. Yeah. But it's got the alley. It's got the beatbox. The, the, the moves that they do are real moves. Yeah. So they're not like jumping up to the stars or doing crazy stuff. So, I mean, conceivably, you could... Work out a routine with this, I guess, sorta, and then do it if you wanted to. Uh, what did you think about Break Street? Had you heard of this one? Had I, you... I had not heard of this one. Uh, if you go in with the expectation of this is not a game, this is something that this is a, a a fun thing to play around with. Yeah, you'll go a lot farther. Yes, there is a high score component to the game. Yeah, sure, that's fine, but this is not. This is not something you're going to spend six hours on or an hour. No, I mean, you're, I you're can see playing this with your buddy for a while. Maybe. I, I can't. Um, you're going to go in. You're going to see. You're going to figure out what moves flow into what other moves. Uh, you're going to. You have to pace yourself. You can't use all your stamina immediately. You've got to. 
to do your more resting moves, your moonwalks, your tuts, uh, uh, that kind of stuff. And you want to be sure to end on the ground in some kind of pose. Yeah, uh, that, I didn't know that until I read it. Because I just thought it just ended. No. I didn't I, realize you had to post. So, I mean, I, I figured it out eventually. Yeah. But So, that's where you get the big bonus at the end, too. Well, Right, right. Um, did I have fun with this? The The song is 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 good. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a super good for, for uh, C64. I mean, C64 always has decent sound. But I thought this went above what you would normally find on a C64 Well, I mean, game. it sounds like something you could breakdance to. Yeah, that's oh it. yeah. That's the important thing. Yes. It sounds like a breakdance song, a lot of beat and drum. It's rhythmic. It works yes. out real well. Yeah. Um, the Where this falls flat from being a game is all the characters are basically the same. Yeah. Uh, you've got the same set of types of moves. Uh, there's one song. This is like level one of a rest of a game. Where they could, where you would need to expand on this type of thing. Yeah. Um, I, but for me, I had a I had a short week this week. This really fit right in there. This was this fit in there much better than Busta Groove, where Busta Groove wants a little more of your time to go through all the fighters yeah. or dancers uh, and to really find that rhythm and get it tuned in. This is something you can pick up. You can play for twenty minutes. Get the feel of what's going on. Now, the key system in this game, with all the function game function keys being used, annoying as heck. Well, that's just that was a weird thing. Season four games, they just they didn't have a set pattern. I know. So you probably know how to start this for a while. I, I mean, it, yeah. Well, it's one of those things where you start hunting and pecking and, and figuring out. You, I wish there was just you plugged in your joystick. You navigate it to if you wanted to do practice or if you want to do a real thing, and you just got to start playing. Uh, also, did you have this? Did you have the thing where you could s- slow down your moves? Well, it depends on how jerkily you do them. I did. Yes, you can do stuff crappily. I, I well, the thing is, is I <laughs> you can freeze. Yeah, I started trying to slow my moves down. I thought it looked cool, yeah. but I wasn't getting any points. So obviously, yeah. the game doesn't want you to do that. Uh, so there is. Some amount of you can fail this, yeah. but really, once you understand that you're just telling the guy to go to the next move, go to the next move, uh, it, it's pretty easy to not screw up. You know, I'll be honest with you. This game, you're going to laugh when I make this comparison. Oh, boy. But this game reminded me of the same feeling I had when I would play like the practice version of like Tony Hawk. You know, when you just get on the skateboard and screw around. You know, and you're, there's no competition. There's no scoring doesn't matter. You're just up there. That's what I would just get in here and just go, dance, dance around, try to string. What can I do? Can I string this together? What's this do? What's that do? And it was like a watered down version, which is fun. It's abstract. It's not like you could really, I mean, you could fail, but it's not like you, you just start again. Doesn't matter. It's fun. And I could absolutely see in 84, because I, like, I love breakdance. I still do. I couldn't do it, but I love watching guys do it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's super cool. Incredible talent. And I love it. And, Athleticism. And, so, and I don't know. I don't know. This is one thing I can't figure out why we haven't. It hasn't made a comeback. I mean, I guess people now just are, I don't know, maybe this is because you see dancers on TV now that are just are insane. They crush these guys in a lot of ways. But some of the old breakdancers still had some really good moves. Uh, but I miss breakdance. It was a lot of fun. And I miss the vibe of the time of breakdance. That's part of it. It's the eight, early 80s. You know, and it was. I thought it was neat. It's a lot like, you know, the double dutch on the jump rope. Was the same That kind of popularity of that was real fun to watch when you had the really good jump ropers. Did you get into that at all? I, I No. Someone out there will understand what I'm talking about when it comes to watching those guys jump rope and the chicks. It was real fun to have teams of jump ropers. Aaron, did you like to take your stick and, and hoop and run down the road? Oh, listen to me. How old were you in 1984? 84? Yeah. Let's see, I would have been seven. Okay, so you were too young to understand. I was not. I knew what was going on. I was a teenager, and I'm telling you, the vibe and stuff was cool. And uh, 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 and the and stuff and these. Uh, listen, I'm just going to go there. This was coming from an area in the early '80s. It was a it was a type of thing that w- that. A West Virginia kid never seen before. I know. I get I it. I never seen a break dancer jump rope it. like that. I jump rope like a geek. I couldn't do two ropes or three and spin them like a maniac. And so I this it. stuff is appealing. I get and it. And I think one of the reasons you don't see Brady Anson come back is that the era of what made that fun has passed. I agree. 
You know, yeah. so there no, you I go. Agree. So with all that said, I thought it was a real fun game. Um, I looked this thing up to see how it did on uh, Lemon because you got to go to Lemon. Ooh, That's where they've got all the, they've got all the stuff. Lemon gave this thing a six point seven one. I looked back through. I think uh, that's fair. I looked back through some of the re- personal reviews from people, and everyone that left a comment was like, "This is totally too low." They love this game a lot more. So there's definitely a crowd that enjoyed this sort of game. Like I said, this isn't the only breakdance game on the C64. I think there's one called Breakdance or Breakdance, and there's at least one or two more. But this one seems to be the one that is most popular. And I can see why. It's a lot of fun. And I would love to see a game like this. This would be a cool event if you had, like, street games or something, or, you know, like a like a almost like an epics type thing. Sure. You know, you could have Double Dutch. You could have this. And you could have, I don't know, something. I'm a street stick ball or something. It'd be kind of fun. Uh, but I enjoyed that. So as we close this number, what did you think about what did you think about your week of playing dancing games? Uh, well, I'll tell you, <coughs> I, I am a groove master, and I think we could all agree on that. Well, thank I, you. I would say and, goof master no, would be more appropriate. No, I, I thank you for that, Aaron. Uh, now I'll have to say one thing: I'm not good at though. What's that, man? Fixing my Amiga. But you're good at plugging, that's for sure. What are you plugging this week to Brent? Now, if I was going to, Aaron, fix my Amiga, yeah. and I'm hitting my joystick movements, and I'm trying to get my screwdriver in there to <laughs> pop that cap off. That's why you're not fixing them right there. If you get the joystick hooked up and you're playing a game while you're doing it, that's bad times. <laughs> so, uh, yo, see, and that is why, Aaron, I would just send my stuff to Retro Rewind. RetroRewind.ca. If you've got a cap, that is that's a little too flap. If you, if, <laughs> oh, let's keep going. Yeah, you kill, you're killing my vibe, man. Sorry, man. If, if, if you've got a cart that sounds like a fart, you are going to send your stuff up to Retro Rewind. You couldn't and, go with won't start. You had to go with fart. You're gonna you're gonna go send your stuff to Frank, and he's gonna make it right for you. That's right, Frank at RetroRewind.ca is your hookup. You've got a C64, C128, CDTV, Amiga 600, Amiga 1200, anything in the Commodore line. Frank is your go-to guy. And not just for repairs and services. He'll sell you uh, flash cartridge solutions, accelerator boards, IDE solutions, uh, with buffered IDE controllers, the whole nine yards. And that's not all. Frank will take care of you if you're a uh, TRC car computer owner, the old Coco. Frank is uh, uh, sells the Coco SDC, which is the top shelf SD card solution, as well as services. You can also get anything from Kickstart ROMs to Disk Park hardware inserts. Frank has it all. And Brent, from what you just said, I would recommend you call Frank up before you change a light bulb, much less attempt to work on a computer. Cause my God, you're an idiot, from Frank. Frank I need your help. We all need Frank all the time. That's Frank. At RetroRewind.ca and his fine staff taking care of business up in Canada. And you know, it's hard to take care of business with 20 foot of snow. <laughs> but he gets it done. Yeah, no That's kidding. what's impressive. That's part of it. What do we got this week on the wheel, the brand? Aaron, we have added something very exciting to the wheel. As you look to see what it was award winning games that suck. Oh, man. That suck. That bought those awards, Aaron. They didn't earn them. They bought them. So you're saying whatever game we pick has to have won an award somewhere that's not like a stink award, a yes, good award. it has to be a good award. Now right. that is going to be a little suggestion from BarkBit. And in the Retro Rewind spot, Aaron, it was tough because I have this lovely piece here for the Dick Smith Super 80. No, it's Super 80. We but, love that. But that's not what's going on the wheel. It's it, handwritten. On the back, some spudhead named Aaron wrote PC 9800 games. A suggestion by Super Tech Boy. Super Tech Boy, who's here today? Now, it's going to be a spinny wheel. My God, look at that. And with the new lighting, it's crystal clear in HD, everyone. And the winner is, well, I don't know what that, it's the Retro Rewind. Oh, it's finally happened, Aaron. So what does that mean, the The Retro Rewind, Aaron. We're going to pull all these pieces off. It's going to be temporary, guys. Don't worry. They're going to be coming back. So explain to the people. we are going to load the entire wheel up with Retro Rewind pieces. 
Sorry, PC98 games, you're out for a moment. So you're, you're, what you're saying is you're going to load the wheel up with stuff like the Atari 2600, it's the a, Genesis, the Super Nintendo. It's a full retro rewind experience, Aaron. Oh, God. First out of the bag, FM Towns Marty. Please, Man, please are you don't kidding spin. me? You're putting that on the wheel? <laughs> We've got. Funny games. Oh man, these are all from Battle Chess too. <laughs> the Matrix. Battle Chinese Chess. I can see that's good. These are horrible. Where's the good stuff? BBS games. Okay, that's not bad. Oh gosh, what's coming up next, Aaron? The Dragon 34 okay. slash 62. Yeah, that's it. reading You're an idiot. is hard. It hurts. Now let's see what we got here. Point and click games. Oh, please not that. Kind of wish. Kind of hope that doesn't come up. What are you going to do? It's this a retro a rewind. Film. We have TV tie-in games. <laughs> we got in trouble for that one, didn't we? <laughs> oh no, we just did it a couple weeks ago. Uh, next on the docket, looks like we have <laughs> two out of ten or less. Oh. MW Vecchi. Vecchi. <laughs> That's right. You can't talk or read. It's tough. It's tough to pull all these pieces out. It's it tough hurts to be so almost much. dyslexic in your oh, speech. Oh, no. Oh, and last piece. We've got board games. So out of all that whole bag, you picked no systems oh, at wait. all. We have one more. We've got one more. One more piece. Can't you get something? Game gear. Okay, there we go. All right. So what you've done is you've reseated the wheel with things we've already done. It's a retro rewind piece. We've never had it that come up never before. never come up before. And the winner and is... And the winner is... TV tie-in games, a suggestion by Steve Rathmussen. Great. That's something we covered less than two months ago. Hey, you don't get to pick what the wheel does, Aaron. So the wheel tells you what to do. So Well, that's okay because there are so many of those games Absolutely. that I'm actually looking forward to getting into that again. So next week, it'll be TV tie-in games. So show the, put the Retro Rewind piece up again. Ooh. That's the first time we've we've ever drawn the it is literally Retro been Rewind. Like 80 episodes that this Very piece has good. never spun. So congratulations. That's a double shout-out for Frank and his fine staff at RetroRewind.ca. Not only did he get a, uh, an ad, he also got the, the, the badge, the whole nine yards. Now, i got two things to discuss, the Brent, yes. before we take this thing to the house. Thing number one... It's our weekly mention of Boat Fest 2023. We're going to be brief this time and just say it's going to be happening. You get your butt up here. I'm begging you. Are Boat, you nuts? Boatfest.info. Find out all the details. If what do you, you got next? If, hold on a second. If you live anywhere near West Virginia, I demand you come to Boat Fest. It's a cheap ticket. It's going to be loads of fun. Aaron, you couldn't be brief if you're wearing white tidy white. Listen, your other thing I want to mention because the dunk, Duncan Styles in the chat. Dunk happens to be, uh, aside from the fact that he's provided us with countless hundreds of animated bits, he's also the editing master for Among Us. He, he's edited for us, but he's also doing This Week in Retro, which you're going to be a part, a part of. In, in fact, by the time this airs, you'll have been a part of it this week. Yes. So please check out, the, I mean, well, listen, the other guys on the show are great. Hey, I will say at one point, uh, they were like, listen, we're not going to talk about this thing. And I'm like, no, we're talking about this thing. That's the way so you do it, Brent. Looking into. Go in there and hose up the whole deal. <laughs> I'm sure Dave Velociraptor and Aguima uh, kept you in the loop over there. I'm so sure it, it got fine. cut on the old chopping, for, chopping floor editing booth. Chopping floor Where editing booth. <laughs> that's the kind of phraseology that scores Brent the big gig. You're a geek, Brent. We'll see you all next week. Until then, learn how to talk, Brent. Me like things. Thanks for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed the show. A special thank you to Devin Styles for our vector style graphics and Bartbit for our amazing music. Would you like to help keep ARG spinning? You can do so. Hey, Patreons. I see you out there. I want to give you a little special message. Shh, don't tell anybody else who might be watching. We are about ready to do some merch dropping. And we are going to do it. The main display is going to be at Boat Fest. But beforehand, we are going to be out there giving away some sweet, sweet goodies to all the, our patron supporters. How do you qualify? If you have given $10 uh, in Patreon support at any point, right? And you are a Patreon on June 1st, you are going to be eligible to get some free merchandise. This is kind of crazy. It might be a colossal failure what we're doing, but I guarantee you it's unique. 
It's going to be full retro fun. It's going to be full of show fun. And I think we're going to pull you back to your childhood. Thanks for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed the show. A special thank you to Deppin Styles for our vector style graphics and Bartbit for our amazing music. If you'd like to help keep ARG spinning, you can do so at patreon.com slash ARG presents. Just like these fine folks. Dryerlet 17, Baron Garut, Templar Mar, Z9K9, Jerry Dennington, John Dykeman, Retroalgy, Airshack, Texas Foosballer, Sundown, O-Wrong, Super Tech Boy, David Terrence, Mr. B, Roushy, Graham, W. Fetke, Dave, Velociraptor, Bernhardt Lucas, Steve Rathmussen, Anthony Jarvis, Better Blitter, Pajaco6502, Kevin Bean, Andy Jones, Andy Craig, Rob Black O'Hara, Jason Warns, Mitsuyama, Chris Foles, Frodo Edel, The Slow Norris, Terry Howard, Olaf Hope, and Rolo. They all have access to our Discord channel, their name called out in the credits, and visualized in the ending scene. Have an idea for a wheel piece? You can send it to us at argpresents at mail.com. 